Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about bugging out, but not maybe like you were thinking. We're actually going to talk about why it's probably not a good idea to bug out. But again, it's all relative to where you live. If you live in a high rise in New York City, probably a good idea to bug out. If you live in uh, L.A., probably a good idea to bug out because they make movies about that shit. Both of them, actually. What, Escape from New York and Escape from L.A.? They both, you know, could end a little bit bad. Um, What I'm I'm thinking is your resources, your supplies, your network, your understanding of the area, all that is good where you are. Now, if you have a... uh, a separate piece of property that's definitely, you know, more remote and, you know, hidden away and well-stocked and has the resources, then that's definitely the place for you and where you want to be as long as you can pay attention to the signs and, you know, be able to get there in a reasonable amount of time. And also getting together, you know, with your buddies or whatever, somebody's got the big farm and you're like, look, if we all got together, we can defend this. That's that's not what I'm talking about. Those things are, are a great idea. What I'm worried about is people pack these bug out bags. We see these bug out bags that everybody's got, and we've done a show where we talk about them. And it kind of has everything to kind of start up in the woods and, and like indefinite camping, right? I mean, that that's like the perfect bug out bag is where you have like, you know, your hospital set up, your, your, um, you know, all your cooking utensil stuff and, and things you'd need for that stuff, like an axe and maybe a saw to, you know, work on your shelter and, and do things like that. But you're basically starting from scratch and you're building up. Now, 
you've already got a nice shelter and hopefully a means to, you know, procure water where you live and you're leaving all that behind. Um, there is no guarantee of safety heading out to the woods, but again, depending on the traffic and, and where you live, you know, it, it may be the option. But again, it should take a lot to get you out. It's really better to kind of have a plan to organize your neighbors, your community, and kind of bug in, I guess. And, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. But what are some of the like infrastructure things like that we already have by staying in that we're giving up by going out, Kevin? Like, where does it go wrong? Well, you know, or am I messing up your order? No, no, that's good. Most disasters uh, are going to make traffic more difficult, not less difficult. You know, right. I get I get aggravated driving, uh, being in rush hour traffic, driving home after work. That shit drives me crazy. So can you imagine if everybody is trying to get the, get out of there? You know, it's only going to get worse. There's going to be you uh, see those those movies with roads. Yep, right. The arachnids, the asteroid that's coming, or mm-hmm. you know, and you see people like, oh, we got to get out of the city, or uh, Independence Day. You know, when they have the aliens and everyone's mm-hmm. like grabbing babies on the roof of the car, and you know, right. whatever you got to do to get bumper out of there. Um, yeah, bumper uh, to bumper traffic. You know, like I, I, I know that a lot of people disregard traffic laws as it is. So if people are in a panic mode, that's gonna even that's just gonna accelerate the situation. It's forget about turn signals. Traffic. They're not using right. them. Mm-hmm. No, right, exactly. No turn signals. Ridiculous. Uh, so I mean, that's one thing to think about. Um, if you're going to bug out, you want to be able to have a decent plan on, on how you're actually going to get there and have alternative routes. Uh, if you're bugging in, though, you don't have to worry about that sort of stuff so much. You do have to get home from work. Right. And, yeah, that's right. And, we, are you know, not, we are not against the get home bag, just so you know. Right. Okay. And you know what they say, home is where the heart is and where the food is, uh, you know. I think most of you guys listen to this show that are in the prep. You probably have at least two weeks worth of food uh, in your house at this point. You know, we preach it and all the time. Um, but I'm sure if you dig through your cabinets, you're going to be able to find boxes of, of pasta, jars of spaghetti sauce. You're going to be able to find, you know, canned soup. You're going to find, if you go through your stuff, you should at least have two weeks worth of food there. Um, bugging out, you know, yeah, you can throw, you know, throw a box of canned food in the back of your car. Um, but it's not going to not gonna make things easier to be on no. the road with your food. Um, you know, and then <clears throat> what you have to ask yourself too is, is are you prepared when the power goes out? Can you cook your food? Uh, do you have access to water? Um, you know, can you shelter in place? That's, uh, you know, that's all important stuff. Can you stay where you're at? Um, you know, a lot of the time we spend, you know, we spend on our weekends uh, is, is you know, that honey-do list. Getting the house together. Fixing, yes. fixing windows and doors. Uh, getting the garden going. Um, you know, all that sort of stuff. Keeping things, keeping things uh, safe. Keeping the roof from leaking. All that, that sort of stuff that you're working on. 
Um, you have all that time and money invested in your property. You should be investing it in making sure it's it's safe and stable if something goes right. wrong. And kind of developing a little network with your neighbors of kind of, you know, security. And, and I'm not saying you need to tell them all, hey, I'm a prepper and I have all these supplies. But, you know, right. we've done other episodes where we talk to you about nudging your neighbors in the right direction, you know, and also getting to know who you can trust. And right. hey, I know I can. Yeah, I have a neighbor across the street. I know I can trust him to give me bad information. He's there you always, go. Uh, I mean, the neighborhood rumors that are all incorrect. And uh, I know that I shouldn't listen to him ever. <laughs> yeah. But there's other people in the area, you know, and it's it's an, another thing that we talked about. We mention every once in a while is. Um, is listening to the radio and listening to the news. If you can't, if the power is out, um, do you have a battery backup where you can put on the radio? And see, right. you know, see what information is out there. See what's going on. You know, is the power out because uh, there is a storm, or is the power out for no reason that you can really identify? And uh, you know, you have to go sit in your car and turn the car on so you can listen to the radio and see what's going on. You know, that's definitely an option. But it's also better to have a radio you can have in your house that runs off of batteries, or uh, you know, they have those hand crank radios. Um, you know, one of those options, something that you don't have to plug in. Right. And uh, you can get some information, you know, just because your your power's out, your Wi-Fi is out. You can't go just go on your phone and, and look up what's going on in the world. Uh, mm-hmm. You're going to have to rely on, you know, other outside sources. And that's something that I think is is one of the number one backups that people miss. One of the number one backups is is having access to information when the power is not, you know, not on. Yeah, no, I do have my uh, my nineteen seventy one F one hundred does get one AM channel, so you know I got that going on. Right. I'd go out and be like, "Yep, I'm good. I got the news of the day." Mm-hmm. Another thing to ask about when you're <clears throat> bugging in is oh. who is bugging in with you? Who's who's going to be showing up at your place? You know, I have a list of certain people that I know are coming here. And you have a list of certain people who you're not letting in? Right. There, it's a small list. It's a small list. It's it's specific family members. Chuck is not coming to my house. Ooh. I will chase him off because I know he's oh. going to come in. He's going to eat all the food. I would eat all the food. Start up the whole house. He's not the housemate you want for an extended period of time. Now, you, you have to pick and choose pretty carefully. The list needs mm-hmm. to be scrutinizing. That's right. And there might be people showing up at your house because they know you're a prepper that, you know, people that you didn't expect. Right. Um, and you have to be ready for that sort of situation. Are you going to let them stay regardless? Or are you going to have to, you know, politely ask them to leave? Um, you know, that's something that you're going to have to have to decide uh, as it happens. But it's also something you're going to have to think about ahead of time. Now, having a few more people for security is not necessarily a bad thing. Just make sure they bring sandwiches and beer. I mean, that's that's right. You know, and that's sandwiches and beer for you, not mm-hmm. yeah. You know, the other yeah. way. I hope you brought enough for both, but that that twenty four pack looks like it's enough for me. 
So yeah. I don't know. You can leave the beer, but you got to go. Uh, maybe that's the trick right there is let everyone know you're a prepper. Now, now hear me out. Let everyone right. know you're a prepper. Tell them, look, if you come, you have to bring supplies and then you just beat them up and take their supplies. There you go. Or is you, that don't, wrong? you don't spend any money on prepping. You tell everybody you're a prepper and that they have to bring their own supplies and, and then they food come, and beer is just showing up. Just show it up. There you go. You have a delivery um, system or already yeah. built in your plan. Let me address that uh, quick too that a lot of people you hear talk and, and these are the novice, uh, not, not people who are serious about prepping and, and whatever. They always are like, yeah, I have a plan. I have a gun with like, you know, six bullets and I'm just going to go take other people's shit. And then I'll have their guns and their bullets and their food and their beer. That's not the way to go. That's a good way to get yourself killed. Um, that's not a, a good plan. I mean, honestly, the thug life and, and being brutal, it, it does have a place. Um, I mean, well, I, I, I don't mean it doesn't have a good place. It just it is an effective tool and it will get mm-hmm. you somewhere, but eventually it will get you dead. And yeah. and that's the the plan. And, you know, getting getting a flesh wound, getting shot in the leg or something, that's not a big deal when you can go to the hospital. But when you can't go to the hospital, that's a pretty fu- big deal. You're going to end up, you know, end up dying of an infection because uh, you can't get that bullet out yourself. And uh, and you have no disinfectants and you have no way to, to treat the wound. Um, you know, a small injury now uh, would be a huge injury if you don't have access to a doctor or a hospital. And that's, that's definitely a- something think about you don't want to get hurt in this situation you don't want to be the casualty right exactly um it's funny i always read the uh, prepper novels and and some don't like really address how serious infection and stuff like that is and some do a lot do you know they're like oh you know good thing i had my antibiotics or whatever they cover something but then other ones you know but what i always notice when they shoot the bad guy and just graze him he mm. never gets an infection and dies. You ever notice that? Like your problems yeah. never go away. Like infection never takes out the bad guy. But uh-huh. it always takes out the good guy. It's not like, oh, you know, or if you have like two rival enemies out there, you know, they never take each other out. And then you're just, right. you know, left. And you're left. No, it's a, it doesn't, it doesn't add to the, to the story though. It's a, there's excitingness in there, right? Yeah. Is that what's happening? But I feel like in a real world situation, um, you know, you don't want excitement. You want it to be very boring. Yeah. You want to be in a very boring situation where you have your food and you can just eat three meals a day and, and wash your hands with the soap and water you have stored up and, and play your board games in the basement. But, uh, you know, you know, you don't know what the, what the problem's going to be. Right. Um, so, you know, we're talking about different situations, uh, power grids down, um, blizzard, hurricane. There's a million different things that we can, uh, the uh, uh, sun has been acting up. It's going back into a cycle where solar storms are another thing. I, I don't know if uh, you saw that article I sent you, Chuck, yep, but yep. Uh, it's back in the news and it's it's coming back around. Um, you know, but, but whatever the situation is, you have to make an assessment about, you know, is this, is this uh 
do I have to get out of the way of this storm or do I need to stay here and, you know, hunker right. down with what I've got? So uh, let's go over some of the things, some of the preps that we have, um, okay. you know, for, for, for bugging in. Um, you know, one of the benefits of bugging in is that you're going to have access to water for quite a while for, you know, if you're on municipal water, you're going to have access, access to water for probably three or four days. That means you can fill up your jugs. You can fill, fill up your bathtub. Um, your water heater's full of water. You can fill right. your bathtub. People never think of you can fill your washing machine. That's um, right. A lot of the That's new good. front loaders and energy efficient ones, they actually don't fill with that much. But if you have the traditional old school washing machine, that's 22 gallons of water right there. Um, mm -hmm. Now, again, you might want that water for flushing toilets or whatever. You probably don't want to drink the soap suds, but, uh, you know, it, it's another thing there. Right, right. And I know a lot of you guys are living in places like, um, you know, California and, and uh, Arizona and New Mexico, and you don't necessarily have much groundwater there, you know? So you're going to want to rely on, on municipal water or, or your own water for as long as you can, you know, you want to really stock up. Um, you know, I know I've got, you know, I've got a stream in the backyard and, and, uh, I've got a big swimming pool in the backyard that, you know, that water is good for flushing toilets, but you can also treat it with a small amount of bleach. You know, right. you can, you can make your own clean water. So, I mean, that's really something to think about. You get on the road and get driving. I mean, I know that, you know, with COVID, you've seen how it is. You stop at a gas station and there's no fucking bathroom. They're not letting you use it. Uh, it's not going to be a better situation when everybody out, everybody in, you know, is on the road trying to get someplace else. And, uh, you know, you need to stop and, and fill up your bottle of water. and You're not going to be able to find a spot that easy. Right. Um, let's talk about food. I know uh, I've got a good stockpile of food. I like, I think that's, you know, that's one of the main things when it comes to, to prepping is to have enough food that if you can't get to the grocery store or um, you can't get to, to Burger King and McDonald's for your, your daily lunch break, um, you can, you know, you have something to eat still. Um, right. And is that a full refrigerator? Not necessarily. I mean, that food in the refrigerator is going to go bad if the power goes out. But what do you have in dry goods? You know, do you have your rice? Do you have your pasta? Do you have your, you know, beef jerky? Whatever it is that you're stocking up on, um, you've and, got it right there in your right. house. And do you keep in mind, try and keep it somewhere where you're not going to open it up and it's full of mice and, you know, bugs and all kinds of bad things. But... Yeah, it, you have those supplies, and there's no way you can just bug out and have the amount of supplies that you have at your house. I mean, if you're listening and doing your food storage the way you should be, that should take filling up your vehicle right there. Um, you know, and then, you know, you have your kind of weapons and, and ammo and all that. That's another huge thing stuff for shelter, stuff for cooking, all this stuff to properly, you know, prepare is very big deal. And you really at least should be, if you're planning on bugging out, you should be filling like big containers ready to load into your truck or whatever, or you should have a bug out trailer, something like that, where you can just kind of go. Cause 
Otherwise, it's a pretty unrealistic plan unless you're planning on leaving two days after when it's a nightmare out on the roads and either people are still traveling and, and congested and crazy or they've stopped traveling, which means you've moved into road warrior kind of territory. And, right. you know, you need to be aware that you need to be able to go in an instant if that's really your plan. You need to be able to say, I'm, I'm coming home. I'll be there in an hour and we're hitting the road to go to our you know, cabin and whatever. And you hitch up. The thing is, you really need your stuff kind of pre-staged there. And even if, you know, I had mentioned the scenario where, oh, well, we're all going to our buddy's farm and we're going to set it up there. Maybe you need to start staging some of your supplies over there beforehand. Because mm -hmm. to be able to grab your stuff in a moment and get there. It's not going to be an easy feat. I mean, again, you know the distances and what your options are. You know, if it's five miles, but even five miles when gas and stuff is tight becomes something to be aware of, you know, and God forbid, you know, oh, he's just across town, but across town is 35 miles. That mm -hmm. all of a sudden becomes significant when that journey is, you know, a little more treacherous and you have right. to be aware of this stuff. Whereas you have so many supplies already, you know, all your ammo, your weapons, your whatever, your food, your water source. And I mean, honestly, your clothes, your extra shoes, you know, all these things that you don't think about. I mean, I know I could fill up my truck just with like gardening and farming tools that I would really want with me. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge, you know, but they're already right. here at my house. Um, I already have fencing and stuff established around my garden. I already have that all set up. Um, I would love to, if I had to bug out, to be able to take all this fence with me. And, you know, and I do have right. lots of rolls of fence in the barn and, and stuff like that. But I wouldn't have my tractor with me, which would be, you know, another big asset, you know, to, gee, I wish I had that. All these things, you got to realize what you're giving up when you're running away and realize that really hunkering down is maybe now you know i've kind of planned my life out and worked towards setting up my property to be kind of defensible and to have supplies to have land to be in a remote area away from you know the thug people and whatever but you gotta you gotta remember too when you move out to the country a lot of time you end up putting yourself in a community where there's a lot of more poor people and poor, you know, areas who might become more desperate because they don't have the supplies. So just be aware of what, you know, is around you and, and whatever, but be aware of what you're giving up if you run away. Yeah. And you know, that's that, you know, that brings me to, to another point is, you know, if you're bugging out, where the fuck are you going? If you mm -hmm. don't have someplace, a location planned, you're making a mistake getting in your car and just getting on the road. You think, oh, I just go up to the woods and camp for two weeks. No, that's a bad idea. That's what everybody else is thinking, too, that doesn't have a plan. Um, and that's part of the, the point of this podcast is what is your plan? If you have a cabin, you know, out in the up in the mountains that's, you know, fully stocked and ready to go, that's great. Can you get there? You know, is it? four hours away and, and everybody else is trying to get someplace too. you might get there and find somebody's already living in that place. 
you know? Um, but when you've got your own, you know, your fortress home, you know, you're already stocked up and, and supplied and ready to go for, for all sorts of other disasters. You get in your car and you load up everything and you get there and you forgot, you forgot your toothpaste. You realized you brought your chainsaw, but you didn't bring any chain oil. You know, you get up there and realize you've got one thing. You got peanut butter, no jelly. You know, you got to have, you got to have all those things. You already have all those things together at your house, you know? Right. And uh, when you, when you're bugging out uh, and you've got a good bug out location, you know, that means you're doubling up on supplies. You know, you've had to double up for your house and your bug out location. And, and a lot of people just don't have the money to buy a second piece of property let alone to fully stock a second piece of property. Right. So, I mean, it's one of those things that, that uh, you really have to uh, have a, a strong long-term plan if you're planning on bugging out and you have to have alternates to your plan. You know, what do they say? Uh, um, no plan uh, goes past first uh, contact with the enemy. But I mean, that's, that's one of those things you have to think about. You have to think about, um, there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to come up in a, in a disaster situation that you're not expecting. So, uh, you know, what about, what about hygiene? That's another big deal. Um, you know, we talk about not getting hurt and not getting an infection and stuff like that, but you're going to be, uh, in a situation where you're going to be a lot more prone, uh, to scrapes and cuts and things like that. And, uh, you know, how good is your first aid kit? I know the first aid kit in my bug out bag in my bug out bag is it's really shit. You know, I can stop a, a you know a gushing wound and I you know stitch up a, a big cut, but for a long term situation that you know that first aid kit is is really what it is. It's first aid. It's not you know long term uh, long term wound treatment, which I have in my house. You know, which right. I have in my medicine cabinet which is already there. So when it comes to that sort of thing, you can't just necessarily get to the doctor. You're going to have to be your own doctor. And like, you know, I, I'll get a small cut on my hand at work or something like that. I won't even think about it. You know, I just wash it off with some water and, and good to go. But you don't uh, pack it, it with dirt. No. no, I mean, if it gets infected, I can go to the doctor right now, you know, okay. but in a, in a, you know, in a bad situation, you can't just go to the doctor and get your penicillin shot, you know? And that's yeah, another it, thing. When it comes to when, when it comes to a shit hits the fan situation, stay away from dirty women. Loose women. Really? There's no penicillin. Penicillin has to be, you know, has to be kept refrigerated. Uh, it's not something you can necessarily keep in your house. But, um, you know, it's, it's something to think about. Uh, yeah, staying away from of, dirty women. Yeah, that's right. That is something to think about. Um, I mean, maybe that's just good advice all the time. I, I don't know. <laughs> that, that's not just the, in the apocalypse. Yeah, well, um, whatever. <laughs> teach his own. <laughs> Different strokes. I'm not going to judge anybody. <laughs> oh, no, that's disturbing. Um, yeah. Well, that's, that's one of the things I always wondered about. I'm like, how come, you know, infection gets everybody in the apocalypse books and not, you know, uh, not, not in uh, modern day, but it's not just that we have the resources available to us now. 
I mean, that's a huge part of it, obviously. But the second part is, is that right now you're showering every day or, you know, some of you at least once a week. Right. So, you know, I mean, either way, but, uh, when you're showering, you're, you're washing your hands, you're, you're doing this stuff. Your hands are not going to be as clean, like go camping and see how clean you are. And you realize, Hey, it's not the same. You know, your level is of hygiene downgrades significantly. Mm -hmm. And when you're out doing it all the time. So if you're not washing those little cuts that aren't a big deal can become a big cut, you know, a big deal, I guess is is where I want to go with that. Right. You know, and hygiene is one of those things, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to do in your own house when the power is out and you don't have water than, you know, in a cabin where you don't have your supplies. You don't necessarily have a stockpile of, of soap. You don't necessarily have a stockpile. You know, I, in my bug out bag, I have a toothbrush, but I don't have toothpaste. You know, I have tubes and tubes of toothpaste in my, in my closet. Am I going to remember to grab toothpaste on my way out the door? Just grab it. But how much other stuff am I going to forget? You know, you have your bug out bag and that's good for 72 hours. Um, but, you know. Yeah, when, when did, you bring the gar- did you bring the garlic powder? Yeah, uh-huh. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You did. Now life's getting a little bit harder, isn't it? Right. Mm-hmm. See, that's what happens. You know, toothpaste, garlic powder. I mean, the different things. And what if you bring the garlic powder, but not the toothpaste? Ah, you're not. See? The missus is not going to be kissing you on the mouth. Promise. No kisses. No uh-huh. kisses. So, and then where will you? Something to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so you got anything else on this truck? I think that that pretty much covers it. I just wanted you to be aware. I mean, you know, obviously there comes a time where you know, the roving gangs are hitting every house and just, you know, plundering everything they can. Maybe at that point, you know, you do what you got to do if you you haven't set up the security and the things you need to. But, you know, when it's, you know, imminent death, then maybe bugging out is the right thing. And that's, I guess, something to keep in mind is you should have a bug out bag. You should have a plan to escape and kind of go start over something to grab and whatever. And we've talked about, you know, we've done episodes on that and, you know, supplies that you want to have there to really go make a go somewhere else. But just the same, it shouldn't be your first choice. It shouldn't be your plan. It should be a last ditch. You know, you bug out when it all goes to shit, but just because the world is falling apart around you does not mean that you're home and, you know, is not the place you should be. Uh, but I really would also, you know, like to encourage you guys to kind of set up relationships and kind of a network of people around you. You know, a lot of us, including me, are very reluctant to trust or count on other people. Um, I mean, it's kind of honestly that prepper mindset, you know, is and the more I don't know. I I feel like we tend to like go down the rabbit hole of, oh, all these other people, you know, can't do because we are probably the more capable people in society, people who prepare and plan. You know, we are the ones who do because we've spent a time 
and commit to developing the skills and doing the things. And you realize other people kind of go by the, the seat of their pants. You know, they're, they don't think things through to the end. When you think things through to the end, you realize, hey, I need to, you know, develop this skill. I need to make sure I'm going to have something in case something goes wrong because if I have a backup, then I know it's going to work out either way. You know, I have extra money in my pocket or whatever, where if my car breaks down, I can get it repaired. Or if I drive an old clunker, I can get another car on my way and get another old clunker, you know, whatever it is, you have a plan. Um, Cause you think things through, that's the whole point of being a prepper, right? Um, you know, if I lose my job, I still have food. I have some money set aside to pay the mortgage. I can do whatever. Cause you thought things through and you have, you know, a plan. Now, do I think, oh, you know, you're going to have money that you can go indefinitely for a year? No, but you've probably developed skills that you can go find another job because you think a little bit. You know, some people, you know, you talk to these young teenagers and stuff today and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to move to New York City and I have no money, but I'm just going to make it work. And I'm like, you know, that's not really the foresight that, you know, that you really need as, as a prepper. But we've planned and set up our homestead and gotten things the way they should be and hopefully put time and effort into it and, you know, take advantage of that, you know, utilize it, be the prepared guy. Now there is definitely a place, you know, for, you know, um, the, I'm going to take care of mine mindset, but, you know, make sure that there's no, I don't know. It, I was going to go a different way, but you know what? I'm going to save that for another episode. Um, speaking of, now, a lot of you guys like to prepare in China. Is that right? There are a lot of preppers in China, Kevin? Apparently. Apparently, a lot of people download this podcast in China. Okay, so they must be preppers. That's my guess. Yeah, that's my guess. It's probably not the government at all. I know uh, <laughs> one of the ministers uh, in in – one of the Chinese ministers in Canada – uh, recommended that people travel and visit uh, China. And he said that most people that went there on vacation would not be detained. Most Ooh, of them. Nice. Uh, I don't feel like I would be one of those most people. I feel like oh. I've put up enough shit that, that I'm already on some list somewhere. A friend of mine did invite me to visit him in China. And I'm not going to do that because I might not come back. The government, the government probably was like, hey, you listen to that Survival and Basic Badass podcast. Oh, maybe you can invite him over. We'd like to ask him some questions about prepping. Yeah, apparently you don't have to be a, a citizen and in China to break Chinese laws that can put you in prison. You can do it oh, right from right here in America. Nice. Uh, like, like bringing up the um, the Tiananmen Square massacre. Oh. So uh, uh, it's been about 32 years since since the Tiananmen Square massacre. It was on uh, June 4th. Um, now, in Hong Kong, where they actually have real news, where you can actually oh. get real information, or you could at least up until up until last year, um, they used to have vigils in Hong Kong. Um, but going to that vigil this year will get you five years in prison. And talking about them having a vigil will get you one year in prison. So just talk. Do you think about it's really one year in prison, or do you think it's like 
you go to prison and you're just never coming out. Yeah, you just don't like come we're going to sentence you to one year, but I mean, really, no, we'll find more you're stuff. not getting out. We'll make up more yeah. things. Now, you say Hong Kong. Now, I also wonder about Taiwan. Now, what if I was to say, isn't Taiwan a country? Shh, shh, don't, don't, say that. don't say that. <laughs> you're in so much trouble, dude. <laughs> you're in so much trouble. And just ask John Cena what he thinks. Oh, yeah. no. Apparently, Taiwan is this country that's all on its own, that's full of Chinese people that decided they weren't socialist. And so they were going to go to Taiwan. And uh, China is like, they just, that's not happening. That's not real. That's not no. really happening. It's not, you know, don't don't look over there. Don't talk about those people. But uh, yeah, apparently you're not allowed to say that Taiwan is a country and, and the World Health Organization agrees. And so many people just buy into this shit that they're going to pretend that reality isn't reality and you can just make shit up and that that means that's real. Um, yes. But Taiwan is this whole other country. And you could go to Taiwan. They won't even detain you for saying Taiwan is a country there. No. It's crazy. It's but crazy. What if you're an American and you're like, yeah, but, you know, and you say... If you're an American and you, you're in America and you say Taiwan is a country... Then when China a asks you to to say that again, but say Taiwan is not its own country, then you have to do that. That's just okay. That's just morally morally right according like, to China. If you were a coward and weak person, like John Cena apparently wants to be, mm -hmm. then I don't understand all that time in the gym and then nothing. I don't He's know. Scared, getting scared. He's scared. You know, if you're scared, you can say it's dollars. I mean, if you really, if you really have a lot of money and you're concerned about getting a lot more money, then you I have to. Uh, you have to do what China tells you to. I mean, we're big celebrities, and we're not afraid. I mean, look at us. <laughs> we are like, huge celebrities. Yeah, at least and a thousand people know who we are. You know, mm -hmm. and. That that and that girl with the big boobs on Facebook. I mean, you know, she's got Who more friends than we do. I don't know. I just meant any one of them. But oh, any one of them. Yeah, any anyone with big boobs has more, <laughs> yeah, more Facebook friends than we do. More fans than we do. But, you know, teach his own, right? Um, yeah. yeah. I was uh, actually just, thinking about trying to boost our um, boost our show a little bit by getting some some double D some implants. Boobs. Yeah, yes. I was thinking maybe that would. That would, uh, you know, get our Facebook page really going. Yeah, you and the beard and, and some large breasts. And, uh, and, and hairy double Ds with a revealing top. The revealing top. Yeah. All right. You know, hey, to each his own, right? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, but that's the the gist of it. Uh, maybe we should do a uh, an episode on Tiananmen Square and, and – uh, how that played out, but bottom line, the Chinese uh, government doesn't like when you stand up and tell them they might be doing something wrong. And, you know, that's the world, obviously, a lot of us are kind of afraid of is that authoritarian, you know, take control kind of thing. Um, you know, I guess if you don't know any better, you know, if you've never seen anything outside, you don't understand what freedom could really be. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's easier to swallow that pill 
but once you get a taste of freedom and kind of understand the uh, the mindset it uh it definitely is a desirable thing that we're all kind of seeking after so yeah no to hell with china i guess but uh you know yeah i guess i can't go there now now we're we're cut yeah. off yep but, um <clears throat> so memorial day is coming up uh depending memorial on when you're coming up show, uh either either tomorrow or it was yesterday last week i don't know when you're listening to the show but uh right you know I'm sure you now now memorial day is to commemorate people that died fighting for the country um not necessarily veterans you know we they, the veterans have a whole their own whole holiday so make they sure do get you, their own day yeah so make sure you spend uh spend memorial day at home watching uh old war movies and uh drinking beer WW2. You know, that's really the way. yeah that's really the way to uh celebrate it pour, uh, pour out that 40 for your homies watch patton that ain't here no more watch patton yeah uh, drink some shots for uh chris kyle something yeah man that's that's it so uh yeah make sure you uh you know make sure you call your grandpa and uh thank him for for getting shot in the ass but making it back and uh and and, and tell him you're sorry for his buddies keep it keep yeah, it focused right. on the uh memorial there you go mm-hmm. so all right that's it um you guys have any ideas for uh show topics things you want to hear about things you want to hear our take on uh you can email us at prepping badass at gmail.com um you want to support us on patreon you can uh, go to patreon.com slant prepping badass um also uh we do have some t-shirts and uh stuff available um they can be viewed and purchased at preppingbadass.com otherwise uh stay safe and we'll talk to you guys next week the survival and basic badass podcast is a proud member of the self-defense radio network could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Oh, 
That's awesome. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.